Bubbler Talk, quenching Milwaukee's thirst for knowledge. I'm Angelina Moja Salazar, and if you're familiar with downtown Milwaukee, you probably know the historic Third Ward, the neighborhood with shopping, dining, and theaters just south of I-794. Now, listener Steve was thinking about the Third Ward when he sent us this question. Um, I was curious about when the change from wards to district occurred and uh, under what circumstances. Steve is referring to how areas of the city are carved up today into aldermanic districts. I decided to look for the answer, starting at City Hall with the alderman of my district, Robert Bauman. I haven't heard this question posed by many people because we had to dig around to find the answer, but it turns out... Turns out, in the 1970s, the state chose to throw out the name ward and replace it with district. A technicality. Housekeeping. I thought that was the end of a pretty cut-and-dried story. Until I got a phone call. It was former Democratic State Representative Fred Kessler. He told me I was wrong. <laughs> The change from wards to districts was not a simple matter. It had everything to do with redistricting. Back then, the state constitution required lawmakers to use county boundaries and city ward lines to draw assembly districts. But with a growing city, in part because of the great migration of African Americans from the South, that was going to be mathematically impossible. The solution? Break Wisconsin into thousands of tiny pieces. Lawmakers called the tiny pieces wards. We could have used precincts. We could have used that. We decided the Constitution says wards, so we'll redefine wards. The term ward can no longer apply to the areas aldermen represented, so the state renamed those areas districts. Kessler says this was a big deal. The move let state lawmakers circumvent the city in the redistricting process. He says he fought for the change to stop race-based gerrymandering. The white fathers of Milwaukee uh, decided that they are not going to end up having a second African-American on the council or on the county board or on the state assembly. And so they gerrymandered the maps so that the African-American constituencies were split substantially so that there was no ability to elect a second uh, African-American. Kessler says in 1971, the city's map claimed each aldermanic ward had roughly 39,000 people. But in truth, the numbers were off by thousands in some areas. What evidence is there to corroborate what you're saying? You and I could walk to City Hall, and we could go into the library. And we did. I took Kessler up on his offer, and we walked to the City Hall library, where he compared what he says was an accurate state map to the erroneous city map. They lied. They absolutely lied. There was a discrepancy in numbers. But was it enough to hold up Kessler's claim that white city leaders were trying to dilute the black vote? I asked Milwaukee historian John Gerda, and he said the chance of finding proof of intent in the public record is remote. But whether the intent was declared or not, it's quite reasonable to allege there was uh, a racial factor in drawing of lines, and that factor would have been intended 
uh, to kind of dilute or weaken the influence of African Americans. Gerda says the claim would be in line with a pattern of African American voter suppression across the country at this time. And what is certain is that in 1972, the redistricting bill fundamentally changed how the state could draw the lines, giving legislators in Madison unprecedented power for better or worse. Angelina Mosier Salazar, 89.7, WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR. Support for this season's Bubbler Talk comes from Boys and Girls Clubs of Greater Milwaukee, serving more than 41,000 children and teens each year, dedicated to providing safe spaces, academic enrichment programs, and fun environments. More at bgcmilwaukee.org. What have you always wanted to know about the Milwaukee area? Visit wuwm.com slash bubbler talk to submit your question.